Hey, y'all, thank you so much for tuning into this message. We hope that it speaks to your life. And if you have questions, please contact us. You can contact us on the website, thousandhillsranchchurch.com or thousandhillsranchchurch at yahoo.com. And then you can also call us at 580-216-6427. And may God use this message to change your life. I don't know about you, but I... um, I like people that give me and give the Lord all they've got. Anybody like people that just kind of give it all they got? I mean, they just try hard. Anybody like that? Uh, I kind of like that. I like it when uh, I have church members that give all they got. I like it when I have a ranch rodeo team, and I know the guys on my team are going to give it all they've got. I like it when people give all they got for, for in whatever they're doing. People ask me, they go, Bo, what do you do for fun? And, and I get to say, I cowboy for fun. I, I get to go work with cowboys for fun. And, and again, I, I love that. And I, here's the truth. I can't get enough of it. Um, if I wasn't a preacher, I would be on a horseback every day. If I, if I you know, wasn't called to, to you know, do this preaching thing and do the church thing, I could not get enough of it. Um, actually, I just sold um, two of my horses. And, and here's, the, here's the reason why. I want to just share this with you. I, I sold a couple horses because I want m- more horse. Um, John Wayne, who I, I've shown you guys, he actually, you know, I sold him, got rid of him. And then Odie, my bay horse, I got rid of him as well. Now, and you say, well, why'd you do that? I mean, they were good horses. They were going to be great horses. Um, but here's the reason why I did that. I want more. I want more horse. I want a better horse. I, I've never really truly ridden a great horse. And I want to buy and I want to save up my money for the next 17 years and buy a great horse. And so I, I want more. Maybe you're a rodeo cowboy and you can't get enough of it. Maybe you're a, a barrel racing girl and you can't get enough of it. You want more, you want more, you want more. Well, here's the truth and, and here's the thing. I want more of that cowboy lifestyle. I could live it all day long. But here's what I believe. As believers in Jesus Christ, we should want more of God. As believers in Jesus Christ, we should want more of God. Now, here's the thing. You may be thinking, well, Bo, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you mean by that? Well, here's the thing that I believe we ought to, to pray. Bring it on, Lord. Give me more. I want more of you. I want more of your joy. I want more of your peace. I want to please you more. I want to serve you more. And I want more of your love. I want more of you. Now, here's the great thing about God. God can give more. I want you to hear this. God can give more. I want you to look at a scripture on the, the screen up on the, the, the screen. And uh, we're going to talk about this. Uh, Paul is praying and he's thanking God. And, and again, we ought to be thankful for what we, we just went through Thanksgiving. We ought to be thankful for what God has done. But listen to this scripture. Verses 20 and 21, it says this. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now here's the thing. It's a great verse. I want to I break this verse down real quick and then I'm going to give you three points and we're done. Okay? Um, and now here's the thing. 
first thing that, that Paul shows us, and Paul's the writer of this verse. If you don't know who Paul is, greatest, one of the greatest Christians that ever walked the face of the earth, wrote most of the New Testament. Listen to what he does first. Look at verse 20, uh, the first part of 20 and the, the, the first part of 21. It says, now all glory to God, right? In verse or 20. And then at the, verse, at the beginning of verse 21, it says, Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, here's what I want to point out to this. You know what Paul does in those first parts of those verses? He gives God all the glory. Did you see that? Now, all glory to God, glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus. Here's the fact that I want you to get out of this verse. Before we can get more, before we can receive more from God, we have to give him glory. Can I get an amen on that? Before we can receive more from God, then we, ha- then we have to give him glory. Now you say, well, what do you mean? Well, I'm not just talking about lip service because all of us can come into church, even the preacher can come into church and we can sing our songs, we can do our thing and we can give God lip service. And that's, that's great. And we need to worship God. We need to sing to God. But here's the true way to glorify God. You know how it is? We obey him. We glorify him, not just through lip service, but through action, through our obedience. Look at Psalm 119, verses 1 and 2. It says, Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. Do you see what that's saying? I mean, it's saying joyful are the people of integrity. You know what integrity is? I mean, it's walking right with God. It's doing the right thing. It's following, the the verse says, the instructions of the Lord. He says, joyful are those people who obey the laws and search for God with all their hearts. And you say, well, okay, how do I get more of God? You have to glorify him. How do you glorify him? You glorify him through obedience, through obedience. A lot of people, you know, they ask God for more, but they aren't living to glorify God. And, um, they, and, and they wonder, why doesn't God take care of that situation? Why doesn't God show up in, that, in, that, in, you know, in this you know, situation that I'm going through? Here's the truth. You have to glorify God before you can get more of God. It's just the way it is. If we as individuals and as a church don't give God glory, then we have no right to ask for more of him righteousness, uh, living, righteous living, obeying God's word, giving God glory is what brings about more of him. Here's another tendency. Maybe you don't have this tendency, but I do. When God blesses me, guess what I do sometimes? I forget to glorify him and thank him. Anybody like that? I mean, you guys, uh, uh, maybe if you're not like, maybe you're like me. You, maybe you have all the blessings and you, you got everything you could probably desire. You got a good family, you got a good house, you got all this stuff, but you tend to maybe forget to glorify God and thank him. You know what? That is, is the reason why we don't receive more of God. Now, here's the second thing that I want to point out. Paul, Paul shows us this, that he shows us that God is able to give us more. Look at it, verse 20. It says, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us. Do you see what that verse is saying? He says that he is able. Can you say that word with me? Say able. Able. He is able and he is capable. You know what God is? God is not limited and he is all powerful. And so here's the point. Listen, 
All the requests that we can give God, no matter how great the requests are, God can give more. No no matter how big of a mountain that we have to climb, God can give more. No matter if we can wrap our minds around it or not, God can give more. Because you know why? Because he is able. Look at verse 20 again. It says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish, what's that I word? Infinitely. Do you see that word there? Infinitely more than we could ever ask or think. You know what that word infinitely means? It means no boundaries. It means no limits. In other words, God has no limits on what he can give us. Again, we have to glorify Him. Um, and, and I don't know about you, but this blows my mind. You know why it blows my mind? Because I have big dreams. And if God can give me more, I, I don't know about you, but I want more. I have, I have a vision um, for this church. I have a vision for my family. I have a vision for my kids, a purpose for my kids. And here's what I'm asking God. I'm saying, God, give me more. I want more. I want more power. I want more wisdom. I want more love. I want more of everything that you can give me. And, and, and again, God says this. He says, bring it on. Bring it on. I can give you more. All you have to do is glorify me and I will give you more. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says this. It says, no eye has seen and no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. For those who love him. And and, and again, you say, well, so if I don't love him, I'm not going to receive what he has in store for me. That's true. I mean, that's that's common sense. Um, And so again, we have to glorify him. So again, I love that verse. I love that God is able. I love that he can give us more. Now, here's the thing. As a church, there are three things that I want more of for our church. You ready? Anybody taking notes today? Anybody taking a nap today? Yep. It's kind of quiet in here. Well, here's the thing. I, I have three things and then I'm done. Ready? Three things that I want for this church. Number one, I want more faith. I want more faith. If, if many of us were to be honest, this idea of God being a huge God and a big God, it makes us feel like a jerk. You know why? Because for many of us, we don't exercise and live out big faith. <laughs> I mean, think about it. A lot of times we have this puny vision. We have these puny dreams. Our fear is bigger than our faith. Our worry is bigger than our wonder. But here's the thing. The Bible says that without faith, you cannot please God. Look at Hebrews eleven six. It says, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. You see what the verse is saying? It's saying we have to have faith in him. We have to believe that he is who he is and that he can do what he says he can do before he'll give us more. Without faith, it's impossible uh, to please God. And here's an amazing truth that I want you to get. Whether I have faith or whether you have faith or whether you believe or whether I believe, God is still great. He's still great. I mean, there's a lot of people, I don't believe that. Well, it doesn't really matter if you believe it or I believe it. God is still able and he can still give more. Amen? 
He can do it. Whether we believe it or not, that's just who he is. I love the song that we just sang. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Our God is higher than any other. Our God is healer. Our God is awesome in power. Our God, our God. And so here's the thing. I wanna, I, maybe you need to do this because I need to do this sometimes as well. Maybe you need to repent of the lack of faith and the lack of having puny or the, the having puny dreams and puny, you know, vision. And you need to say, God, I need you to forgive me of that. I want to have a bigger vision. I want to have a bigger purpose. I want to have bigger faith. Now, here's the thing, and I don't know about you, um, but sometimes I look around and I want somebody else's miracles. Maybe, maybe you're not like me, but here's what I do. Sometimes I look around and I go, Lord, why couldn't we have that arena? Lord, why, why, why are those people, you know, why did 3,000 people get saved in three months at their church? <laughs> and I, I look at their miracles and I go, God, give me their miracles. Now, here's the thing that I'm learning, and God is teaching me about that. I shouldn't want their miracles. I should want their faith. Here's what I'm learning. I, I shouldn't say, God, give me what's happening over there. Give me what's this, you know, happening in this church. No, no, I don't want their miracles. I want my own miracles. I want their faith. Because here's what happens. When we have great faith, God does great things. Can I get some clapping on that? Okay, come on now. <clears throat> when we have great faith, God does great things. Now, and can I just do this real quick? And, and this is going to point people out. Some of you guys have, that have never clapped, can I just get you to clap? Nobody, if you've clapped ever in this church, don't clap. If you've never clapped in this church, I want you to clap right now. Come on, I'll clap with you. Ready? If you've never clapped. I know some of you guys haven't ever clapped. Come on now, join me. There we go. David, come on. Anybody else? B- gutsy enough to do it. Come on. Clap. Yes, thank you, Marshall. Thank you. Can I get somebody on this side? Never clapped before. Thank you. I mean, seriously, guys. Here, if we have great faith, God's going to do great things. Can we get excited about that? <clears throat> and again, I, 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 I don't know about you, but maybe you look at other people and you go, I want what they, want, they have. No, listen, we shouldn't want other people's miracles. We should want their faith and say, God, increase our faith. Give us bigger faith. Lord, give me the faith that I need so that you can do more. So first thing I want for this church is I want us to have faith. And you say, what is faith? Well, faith is believing in something that we can't really see, but trusting it in it anyways, right? I mean, we, see, we don't see a, 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 you know, a physical God, but we can see him in the way that he works in our lives. But we have to still have faith. We're not going to know all the answers. We have to have faith. The second thing that I want more of for our church is this. Number two, and I should have probably saved, this for, you know, saved our clapping deal for this, but I want more fun. <laughs> if I can't do the Lord's work and not have fun, I don't want to do it. Anybody with me? I mean, seriously, listen to David, the writer of most of the Psalms in the Bible. Listen to what he says. I was, what's the G word? Come on now. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Philippians 4.4 says this, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. 
Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Be glad, be glad, be glad. Listen, I, I had a friend of mine ask me the other day, go, how, how are you so happy all the time? And the first response was, ask my wife. I'm not happy all the time. But here's the truth. I can be happy because God has done great things for me and in my life and in this church, and he's continuing to do great things. And so here's the thing. I, we, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We have, redone, we have refined or redefined what reverence means. A lot of churches that you go into, they're like, oh, come on, oh Lord. You know, and I'm like, where's the coffin? Uh, and, and it's like you, you can't sneeze without being looked at. Listen, we've re- re- redefined that. Now, it's not just about being sober all the time. It's not just being about, you know, just real quiet all the time. It's about hooping. It's about hollering. It's about clapping. It's about stomping. It's about laughing. Can I get an amen? Here, here's why. Here's why. And listen to this, because I, I think this is true. When people walk in and they see a preacher who has joy in his heart, who's not a sour puss that just talks down to him all the time, yelling at him all the time, even though I'm yelling right now, I'm doing it in joy. But if they walk in and they go, man, that church is alive. Man, that church has something going on that's right. Man, that preacher's fired up. Man, those people are happy. Guess what? They're going to go, I want to be happy too. I want to know Jesus too. And you say, well, Bo, why should we have fun? I mean, seriously, we got to be serious. No, I'm sorry, but if, you're, if you want to be serious all the time, and we're serious sometimes, but if you want to be serious all the time, go to some other church. We're going to have fun. And you, again, you say, well, why, why should we have fun? Because God has given us life. Because he sent his son, Jesus Christ, so that I could have eternal life. When I die, I have hope in death. Because I get to go see Jesus. When I face trials in this life, guess what? I can face them with Jesus' strength in my heart and in my mind. That's what makes me happy. That's what makes me joyful. I'm blessed. The Lord has been good to me. Life is hard sometimes, but God is still good. And so we're going to have more faith. And we're going to have more fun. We're going to have more fun. Um, so for whatever spiritual you want to talk about, that's, I want to have some more fun. Psalms 37.4 says this. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so we're going to have more faith. We're going to have more fun. And this is the third thing, and I'm done. Number three, I want more souls. I want more souls. <clears throat> I want you to listen to this verse, Luke 15, 3 through 7. So Jesus told him this story. If a man had a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go and search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he, finds, uh, when he has found it, he will joyfully... Carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and his neighbors saying, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, listen to this. 
In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and have not strayed away. And and I love that verse because here's why. It, It confirms what God has placed in my heart and in the heart of this church. You know what he's placed in our heart? That we are a church for the unchurched. That verse says that that the man, the real true shepherd, leaves the 99 and goes and searches for the lost one. Listen, our church is committed in searching for lost sheep. We're not in this business of of swapping sheep. Uh, The reason that we started church on Sunday morning at 1030 is because I wanted other church folks to go to their own churches. I didn't want them to come to our church on Thursday nights or whenever it was and just fill our church with a bunch of church people. We desire to reach the lost. And so all the other church people, if God leads them here, we want them. But a lot of them, listen, a lot of them just come because it's the new thing. And I don't like that, and I don't want that. I don't want people just coming because we're the new thing. I want them coming because they have a passion for God. God has led them here. If you're a church person, you're raised in church, we need you to help reach the lost sheep. <clears throat> and here's the, here's the thing. God has given us that vision. It's not just my vision. It's not just the vision of somebody made up. God has given us that vision. God loves all Christians. God wants all Christians to reach the lost sheep. And so we want more souls. The truth is this. God is never satisfied with what or who he already has. He wants more. He wants more souls. And we want more souls too. And so in closing, here's my question. Do you want more? Think about it. That kid wants more milk. (laughs) But here's the truth. Do you want more? Do you want more faith or does that scare the pee out of you? Uh, Sometimes it scares me. Uh, when I think about the big dreams that I have for a church like this and the kind of you know, things that we have in store, it scares me. But here's the truth. I can't let that, that fear paralyze me. I gotta have great f- faith. Do you want more faith? Do you want more power? Do you want more fun? Do you want more souls? Here's the, here's the thing. I, I, can't, I can't do this on my own. These leaders that we have can't do it on their own. I mean, we need more people so that we can reach more souls. Do you want more? Are you willing to serve more? Are you willing to get involved? And you say, well, I'm already busy. I'm busy too. But there's no greater, there's nothing greater than serving the Lord in the church. I'm just going to tell you that. Those of you that serve in our church, you know that that's true. And so, do you want more? I pray that you want more. I'm going to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes for just a second. Here's the thing. I praise God that He allows us to be in on what He is doing. I praise God that He is not done with us yet. He has just begun And here's the question that I have for you. Again, are you allowing him to use you to accomplish more through you? Are you allowing him to use you 
to accomplish more, not for your glory, not for the glory of even this church, but for the glory of God. I mean, are you allowing Him to use you? And some of you guys are like, you know what? I don't even know what that looks like. I don't even know, how, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what, uh, what more I can do. Listen, if you don't know what more you can do, just ask us. There are so many needs in this church. There are so many, so many people that need to be served. There is so, so much stuff that needs to be done. And, and we need you to give more. We need you to serve more. We need you to reach out more. And so, again, maybe your prayer needs to be, God, give me more of you so that I can give more of myself. God, give me more faith so that I can exercise that faith. God, give me a fire in my heart that burns for you. Not because, you know, everybody's watching, but because I want to burn for you. Not because I'm going to get, you know, a reward on this earth, but I want to burn for you. God, give me more fun. Give me more faith. Give me, use me to win more people to you so that they can experience your love and in your grace and your forgiveness. Lord, use me in this church to grow your kingdom. And so maybe you need to pray that. God wants to use you and he wants to give you more. You just have to be willing to give him more. Some of you guys are here today and you don't even know God personally. And, and again, we're, this, this is the reason why we, we started this church, so that you could know more about God. And so maybe you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus in your life. Listen, He wants a relationship with you. He wants a personal relationship with you so that you can grow in Him, so that you can find that true joy, so that you can find that true peace that maybe you've been searching for all your life. And so, maybe you're here today and you've never accepted Christ into your life. Today's the day. Maybe you're saying, you know what, Bo? I, I, don't, I don't know everything about God and I don't know everything about the Bible. So I, I'm going to wait. Listen, you will never know everything about God and you will never know everything about the Bible. That's why you have to have faith. And so maybe you need to just say, okay, God, show me that you're real. I want to believe in you, and I need you to show me that you're real. Maybe you just need to pray that prayer right now. Maybe he's shown you already, and you need to surrender your life today. And you need to say, okay, God, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Maybe you just need to pray that prayer right now. And just say, God, I give you my life. Lord, I pray that there's, if there's someone in this place today that doesn't know you personally, that they would give you their life. And Lord, if there is someone in this place that, that, that has more questions, I pray that they would come to myself or to one of our elders and say, I've got questions. And I want to know more. Lord, I thank you that no matter how much we ask from you, you can give more. You can give us more. 
And so, Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I praise you for what you've already done in our church. And I pray that you would give us more. Give us more of your spirit. Give us more of your love. Give us more of your your strength. Give us more of what we need to reach the lost sheep around us. And we will give you all the glory. It's in your holy name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for being here today. Again, we want to thank you for listening to this message. And if you have questions, please contact us. We would love to visit with you. Again, Thousand Hills Ranch Church at yahoo.com, or you can contact us by phone, 580-216-6427. And may God bless the ride you're on.